Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marlitz and we got a good show for you. <clears throat> there was a lot of good games last week. There's going to be another game coming in a week and a half. And uh, we have with us, uh, well, of course, James Loving's with us. Hey, James. Hey, what's going on with you? And I understand that you're actually going to go to the, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. We'll be, you know, nice to go see the Eagles, you know. Congratulations down, like on I your told team. everybody, you know, uh, don't count them out. Nope, can't do that. Can't do that. That's That's, that's good. So, you know, you watched the game. Um, what, 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 what was your impression of the game? I know, I know we talked about it. Well, at first I just thought, you know, when uh, Minnesota scored first, I knew it would be a close game. But I didn't like them scoring first because I thought that took the air out of the Eagles. But um uh, seemed like the Eagles were there to play, you know. Um, everybody was calling them underdog. I kept telling everybody that, you know, don't count Nick Foles out. You know, he played before. He had a good record, you know, with the Eagles. And uh, mm-hmm. it was just a matter of time before he played really good. And um, I think, you know, it showed everybody that I think Minnesota was still living off that little victory they had the week before, you know. So, you know, like they say, the better team won. Yeah, it was it was it was a good. I thought it was. I mean, they proved themselves. You know, the week before, of course, against Atlanta. You know, they they squeaked by fifteen to ten, but they still dominated. You know, they they still were pretty pretty dominant in that game. And this last week was just like wow. <laughs> you know, Minnesota had the the first the, the ball first, and you know ran down, scored a touchdown. I'm thinking, uh oh. But that was it. That was all their pretty much majority of their offense was that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, the defense, of course, stepped up. Foles was just pretty impressive. <clears throat> you know, I, 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 I think a lot of people were worried about Foles and how he was going to be. Um, and I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago where, you know, the coach was going back looking at film and having having. Nick Foles look at film and trying to make him step up to be that dominant uh, quarterback he was against the Giants, and and he did, he did. So I, I think you got to be proud, proud of your Eagles. He's better than he's better than any other second quarterback up there. You know. Yep. So yep. I mean, so. you look at it, you know, Case King, Case. Was probably the only better second string with him, you know, out there. You know, all the other team second stringers are, you know, guys who probably never played, you know, down or. So those two probably was the best second streamer out there. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can definitely see that. It was, it was. I don't know. I there, there was there was a lot of teams, and this is something that I have, you know, as far as being the underdog and we'll. We'll talk more about that as the show gets going. But um, one, one thing I guess I, you know, I want to talk about, you know, that, that's, that's a little outside of, of the Super Bowl stuff. Chris Long, you know, of course, he defensive end for the Eagles. Uh, he recently said that players can balance activism off the field and their jobs on the field. And basically their plan is to fight for those who don't quite have a voice. You know, and recall that some fans were angered when, when Kaepernick, you know, did this during the national anthem on the field. Of course, you know, he didn't do, do it off the field. He did it on the field and angered a lot of them. You know, so moving forward, how do you think the fans will react now? Oh, I don't know. I think everybody forgot all about that. You know, let that go behind, you know. You know, they raised money. You know, the owners got to start putting money in programs for inner city kids, so I think they should probably just let it go now, you know, go and play the game. I mean, if you got to stand for the next half of stand, you know, they got their point across, you know, so 
I just think there's more controversy, you know, they don't need right now. So, you know, just go ahead and stand. You know, where they make the owners pay, you know, like they said, keep their word. You know, Chris Long don't donated his check for this, you know, year. So, I mean, if he can do that, the owners can do what they said they're going to do. I think they donated like a hundred million to programs. So, you know, it's over with, you know. I think they got their point across a little bit, but, you know, move on and play football. You got Super Bowl. Don't start no big controversy to that and just play it and get it over with. Well, but they're they're planning on on taking this and and moving it to you know the the the, the Pro Bowl. They're going to talk about it during the Super Bowl. You know they're 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 making it their forum, so it's going to be in in the fans' face. It ain't going to be like they did before. It ain't going to be that bad. So right, you know, so we ain't going to be like. Before nobody stood and the team didn't come out, you know, for the match. It ain't going to be like that. They might just hold their hands up, you know? That's it. It ain't nothing big. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is bigger than that. So they get through it. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl, but it's also, it's also a big forum. You know, there's a lot of people that, that were, are going to be tuning in from across the world, not just here in the, the U.S., across the world that will be tuning into the game and, you know, hearing what's being said and, you know. Uh, nobody, nobody paid attention to that now. They're done with it. All right. Well, they're done with it. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it later when, when a little bit more comes comes out on it. So, I don't, I don't know. I just, I still, I still think that, you know, it, it's almost, almost double standards because when Kaepernick did it, you know, they didn't want to accept it, but now all of a sudden, you know, you have these other players, you know, you know I guess they're doing it in a different, different way, but <clears throat> it's still kind of the, the same thing, and, 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 and how is that going to affect the fans? So, anyway, no big deal. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, anyway, um, did, so did you hear that? You know, there, so, so anytime there is going to be commercials during the Super Bowl, they have to submit the ad, you know, to this uh, committee, the Super Bowl committee that that will look at it. And you know, there was one that that the the veterans had submitted, and they rejected it. But, you know, that, well, that's... I mean, they're trying to cover their butt, you know, because you got kids watching, you know, Super Bowl, you got families, so, I mean, if it was inappropriate, that's probably what it adjusted, you know? I don't well, care who I, it is. I, I, I think the ad, ad had to do with telling people to stand, you know, telling people to stand, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, especially during the national anthem and such. And I, they, they, they just didn't want to have that controversy you know, come up, but I'm, I'm surprised that, uh, again, you know, cause, cause when all that went on, that, that was, that was a lot of these fans biggest thing was that, you know, the players were taking a knee and not standing during the national anthem. And now all of a sudden, you know, the ad is being rejected, but we're not hearing too much grumble about it. So I was, I was a little surprised on that. Because you think we would by now. Hell, yes. Mother Teresa was in a, a dress hanging out in the corner. They ain't going to let her do her ass. Hell no. And one of the controversies <laughs> during the big, biggest game in the um, other time, so they rejected it. I don't blame them. Nobody got time for that. Everybody trying to look at the game. Okay. All right, let me, let me, let me move on then. Let me move on. So, well, actually, you know what? Let's take a break. When we come back... Um, We'll start talking a little bit about your your Eagles, okay? We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. 
We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwick, and I'm just sitting here with James Loving talking a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl. So, James, I, I have a question for you. And I know we talked about this, but, you know, I always like to, to throw it out to our, our listeners so they can kind of hear some of the stuff that, uh, that uh, we have to say. So, anyway, the Eagles, they've been underdogs in both the postseason games against the Atlanta Falcons and against the Minnesota Vikings. They dominated the Vikings for most of the game. You know, and I keep asking why do teams you know, keep under, underestimating the Eagles. You know, do, do you have a, a reason why they're doing that? Well, no matter who it is, when you're playing against uh, New England, everybody going to be the underdog. You know, they'll keep saying Tom Brady's the best quarterback ever. And then you got Nick Foles. You know, everybody still don't believe in him. So that's why uh, they're the underdog. And it still would be the underdog Carson Wentz was playing, but it wouldn't be that much. It would probably be two points. You know, I think it's like seven now. But, I mean, no matter who New England plays, because New England there every year, they're going to always be the favorites. And the other team going to be the underdog. So, somebody got to be the underdog. So, it's made out to be Philly. But I'm not talking just about uh, against Philly. I'm talking about, you know, they're underdogs against Atlanta. They're underdogs against um, Minnesota. And they, like they went said, so far, they had those, those masks, those... Uh, um, I think they, they their um, German Shepherd mask made up um, to, to signify being underdogs, and and I guess they they sold the heck out of those things, you know, because the the the, the team, the Eagles uh, fans, just loved it. Like I said, the quarterback, you got your second string. I ain't played all year. Come in, you're gonna be the underdog because what second string come in and win? It's a rare. So that's why they're the underdogs, because of their quarterback. That's the only reason. One, and the quarterback is the one who really runs the team. So, you know, if uh, people see that their second stream in there, they're always going to feel, you know, they ain't going to win with them. So that's why they're the underdog with every fight when Carson went, went out and got hurt. I mean, there's an underdog in the regular season the last two games. I wish, you know, they could have beat the teams. But that's just the way it is when the quarterback go out and, he got the second stream in, and he played all year. He ain't played it down, so he was rusty. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, you know, against Atlanta, you know, we, we we watched Atlanta from the, you know, first part of the, the season, and Atlanta really was very, you know, I'm not going to say under, they were overrated, basically, most of the season. They were not the, the team of, of of the previous year, so... You know, to be under, uh, and, and I, I know what you're saying about the quarterback, but I think you know, as Foles went on, you know, yes, he had a couple, a couple bad games, but he was he was just trying to to get a feel for himself, 
as as he got everything back going, I mean, he's he's proven himself. You know, he's he's doing he's leading that team well now. True, I I, I do think that Carson Wentz would have done a much better job, but that's the difference in quarterbacks there. So anyway, okay, well, just wanted to see what you had to say about that. Uh, the, the other thing that 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 seems to be very prevalent is the New England Patriots. They've gone to the Super Bowl eight times in the last 17 years. You know, it's impressive and, and it shows dominance. You know, so my question to you is, would you call this a dynasty at this point? Hmm. What's mean a dynasty? I mean, call well, it what it is. Well, dynasty, meaning that, that, that they're here, here they're, they're, they're dominating that, uh, you know, no other team has, has been as as good as they've been for this period of time. You know, you've you've had dynasties of the the Cowboys, you've had dynasties of of the Steelers. You know, there's been other teams in the past that have dominated and gone to the Super Bowl and you know <laughs> and, and, and done done well. Well I don't call I mean they going team can seem um how to beat them but I mean, you know, you're in a playoff game one play could ruin you and you could be out of it. And that's what seems like every year happens with the Patriots. They get some kind of call and it turns the whole game and they win, you know. I mean, it started back when they had that tuck rule, you know. Oakland made them fumble and then come up with this tuck rule they won the game. You know, everything New England does, it seems like they're cheating to win and it's one play. You know, this game when it was with Jacksonville, that pass interference. That was not a pass interference. And that was a fifty yard play, so I mean, those type of plays and you can say dynasty or you can say cheating. I mean, if you're not a Patriots fan, you'll say cheating. If you're a Patriots fan, you say dynasty, so it's either the glass half full or the glass half empty, you know. You gotta take it for what it is. All right, I'm not gonna get to get the full answer from you. I understand. Okay. So let's go back to last week's games. You know, and I want right now kind of focus a little bit about Jacksonville. You know, so they they during the playoffs they beat the Buffalo Bills, and they they beat the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, again, they dominated. You know, the the New England Patriots in the first half of the game. You know, and to me, where they failed uh, was not making any adjustments in the second half. You know, and their defense basically got caught flat-footed, <laughs> and and you know that allowed you know here in New England to, to score and and beat them in, at the end. You know, and and you know they they always say when it comes to Bill Belichick and and Brady, never underestimate them. You know, you never count them out, and it's very true. You never count them out because they can always come back at the end, and they did. But watching that game, did 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 you did you really feel that that uh, uh, New England was? I mean, in the first half, did you feel that Jacksonville was going to win? No, because with New England, a lot of teams they jump out front with them, and then they get in the second half they relax, and that's when um, New England come and get you. I think the game got to be close all the way, and then you still take it to the end because teams get in front of them every time you see it. They beat them in the first half and come back second half and they don't change their game play. You know, they go, we, this work, we're going to stay with this. You know, that even happened in the Super Bowl last year. It came back on Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta was up 28 points. How do you lose a game when you're up 28? You know, you relax. And, <laughs> that was yeah, unbelievable yeah. last year. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. part of Jacksonville's issue is they're a young team. They're... Um, they, they they don't have a lot of experience as far as playing in these these postseason games, and they they just totally got their got their pocket picked, and it it, it, it just showed. You know, I, I, it, it would have been great. I know a lot of people were were happy to see New England getting beat. You know, everything I was reading online. <laughs> And then to have them, you know, lose at the, you know, have, have, you know, New England come back and, and beat them at the end, that was just kind of heart-wrenching for some people, as well as Jacksonville. I've, I've, I've said all along that 
they, they're, they're a good team. The only thing that's very suspect on their, their squad was their quarterback. And even Bartles, their quarterback, actually, he did, he did quite well, you know, considering. They just, <laughs> again, you know, didn't, didn't compensate for, you know, what Brady and, 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 and Belichick had in mind in the second half and, you know, just let them just come in and score and then score again. And that was it. Always happens. Yeah. It does happen, which is unfortunate. So, all right. Let's, 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 let's talk about the elephant in the room. You know, this, this was something that, uh, everything ever gets, gets caught or asked about. And of course it has to do with the officiating of the New England Jacksonville game. There was a lot of people that were unhappy with the number of calls going against Jacksonville uh, versus the few calls that went against New England. You know, they were saying that, uh, you know, the, the refs basically, you know, gave New England an advantage, you know, didn't want to see, see Jacksonville in the, in the Super Bowl. They wanted to see New England. So they were just throwing flags against Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, people were just calling it poor officiating. What, what, what's your opinion on that? Well, I mean, every time somebody loses, they're going to have something to gripe about. But, I mean, you know, there are some calls that was questionable that always went to the lingers. I mean, you could go back and say, you know, bad officiating, or you just say, you know, it always happened that way with New England. I mean, there was one call. I know the pass of the fair was really a bad call, you know, so I think that really wanted to hurt them. But, you know, you're going to get some bad calls, you know. Refs are human, and, you know, and they're going to make mistakes, and it's a big game, and they don't want to lose a game for a team. So, you know, so, I mean, bad calls, yeah, there were some bad calls. I mean, you look at it, always go towards New England way. You know, is that cheating or bad fishing? I don't know. I mean, if, you know, if it was my team and we lost, I'd probably say the same thing, bad fishing, and that's why we lost. But, I mean, Jacksonville lost that damn game on their own. They played too conservative. They should have, yes. you know, you, you can always blame somebody, but you got to blame yourself too, you know. I mean, defense was tired. They were letting them pass all, you know. So you really right. can't blame a ref. So I just look at no, it that way. No, it's not. And and there's there's a couple a couple of things that I've I've heard about it. You know about the conspiracy. And you know one one person said that you know regarding New England. You know New England is a well-oiled machine. You know they they don't make as many you know penalties as a lot of other other teams do. So they're not going to get flagged as much. Um, and when it comes to conspiracy, well, if there really was a conspiracy, you know, it, it, it would it would basically go too deep on on everything because you know the Patriots have been called about Spygate, and then that then then Brady got banned for Deflategate. You know, there was all these things that that's happened, and and it wouldn't have happened or. or, or if, if if there was a conspiracy, then none of this stuff would have would have happened beforehand. So kind of crazy, kind of crazy. But you're right; people want to be able to to criticize and, and find blame for you know what's going on with their team, and it's it's not not fun. So. Anyway, well, you know what? Let's take another break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Jacksonville and, and New England Patriots. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. 
Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marlis. And I'm just sitting here with James Loving talking about uh, some last week's games. So, James, I got to ask you, and you know I'm always talking about this. So, the New England Patriots, they, they pretty much have a dominant offense. You know, they, they can score, you know, at will when, when they need to. The Philadelphia Eagles, they have dominant defense. Based on this alone, who should win Super Bowl 52? I don't think New England can score at will. I mean, I've seen them sputter, you know, first half of every, almost every game this year. But, so, you know, the only thing my thinking in the NFL that I really think of score will is St. Louis, I mean, um, New Orleans Saints. So, you know, I think Philly defense, if they can pressure Tom Brady, just don't let them sit back there, you know, they'll win. I mean, they got the best defense. New England defense ain't that good, you know, so... um Till we get the pressure on them, then let Tom just pick them apart, and then they adjust second half, all Eagles. I mean, I think they're going to win anyway, but I just think, you know, don't let it be a Tom Brady show. And that, that can't happen. Trust me, it can't happen. So oh, I yeah. think Philly will win by five points. Okay. I think at least I think at least a touchdown they'll win by. But um, I, 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 the, the, the issue has to do with... Uh, with turnovers, you know, whoever whoever dominates on turnovers is is going to win. And you know, you you see how Philadelphia defense is, especially you know they they rush four, you know, on on their on the defensive line if they can if they can rush seven and go after Brady and you know he he'll 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 get very flustered back there. You know, you you saw what happened with him against. The Broncos when they when they rushed him and he started getting mad and and you know he he if, if Philadelphia does that to him they're going to win they're going to they'll end up winning so it'll be interesting on that again mm-hmm. defense I keep saying defense wins games so they just got to make adjustment at halftime no matter what they win and lose just make make the adjustment at halftime yeah. Right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what the adjustments can be made. We'll see what happens always on that. Some, there's always some adjustments to be made. Trust me. You know, okay. it might be they stop the running back or the tight end, but there's going to be some adjustment they're going to need to make at halftime. Mm-hmm. To win that game. And and I I think Doug Peterson he's he's. He's proven to be a pretty interesting, interesting coach, pretty phenomenal. 
So I, I think he's he's going to make the, the necessary adjustments. But, yep, he will. All right, so let's let's talk about what happened to Rob Gronkowski. You know, he, he at the very end of the first half, I think there was like 40 seconds left. I can't remember how much left on the clock. Uh, Brady throws a pass to him, which kind of which which which, which puts Gronkowski up in the air, and w- w- when he landed, uh, the, the 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 safety that was coming after him, um, he was he was mm-hmm. basically they ended up going helmet to helmet. But if you look at it, you know, and go back and look look at the the, the replay. It was not an intentional helmet-to-helmet. It was just the way that Gronkowski landed, and, and the guy hit him like right at the same time as he landed. Um, Gronkowski got taken out for a concussion. Uh, the, 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 the safety uh, for Jacksonville's last name, Church, he got flagged 15 yards for unnecessary roughness. Um, a lot of people were upset. You know, some fans were <laughs> have gone as far as saying that you know, they should make a new rule that if a, if a player um, gets taken out of a game, then and 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 it has to be because of a, especially a, a, a hit to the helmet or or some some kind of of unnecessary roughness play like that, then the then the player from that that actually made the hit should also get taken out. You know, and then if if the, the player can't return, then the, the player from the other teams should never return. So it, you know, people people are just angry and trying to come up with whatever they can. And you and I both know that Gronkowski has never gone. It's been, I think, quite a few seasons that he has actually not gotten hurt and and been able to play a whole season. You know, so this is not unusual for him. But my question to you, I I, I know you saw the play. You know, do, do, do you think that was it was intentional? You can't say it was intentional. Buffalo going, he going for the tackle, he going for the catch, and he's you know Grant going out to protect himself, and the defender just going down trying to get lower than him, and it just happened they both hit it that impact is the same, you know, to his helmet. You see a lot of those tackles, are, most of them get called for penalty. Sometimes they don't. You know. Yep, yep. All right. So, so I don't know if you've you've seen, but um, there's been a lot of lot of, of news the last couple of days about Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming, and going to the Senior Bowl. Oh, yeah? And so, you know, in the Senior Bowl, they're I guess they're down in Mobile, you know, practicing and stuff, getting ready for it. And a lot of a lot of people are looking at Josh Allen because you know his his coach was the same coach. You know, as as um, as Carson Wentz, you know, from from college, and you know, a lot of people are saying that Josh Allen may be a little overrated, you know, for for what he does. Um, but there was one one intriguing article I read that said that you know Josh Allen is a good quarterback. It's just playing at Wyoming, you know, he, he, that that they're, they're not that that the team itself was not a good team. So here he 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 did the best he could with what he had. You know, I, I, I'm I, I I think it's pretty impressive to see Josh Allen all over the news. You know, from little old Wyoming. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't see him coming right in and starting. You know, I see him sitting back. You know, take a few years and learn wherever he go. You know, you throw him in right away. Now he's going to fail. I don't think he's ready to start right now. I don't care for the Cleveland Browns. And I think he needs to learn because I watched him his last season. He had some rough spots, you know, got some good teams. Now you're playing against man, you know. It's a different speed, a different, you know, mentality. So um, I think, you know, let him sit back and learn for a few years. And then, you know, he, he should be all right. He the size. You know, he got the body. He got the arm. So, you know, he's the knowledge. That's all he needs right now. Knowledge of the game, the learn. He he. Well, Allen is is 
kind of hoping he could be a number one pick. I don't, or, as far as quarterback goes, I don't, I don't see that uh, happening. But uh, uh, I, I think he'll be, you know, top. Yeah, he'll, I don't know, he'll, he'll be one of the top three or four quarterbacks probably. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, we'll see where he goes. Hope he do real good. Yep. Very true. All right, so <clears throat> let's jump back a little bit about uh, New England Patriots and Jacksonville Jaguars. You know. Well. Yep. Well, sorry, I already already asked that question. You forgot the question. No, sorry. I, I we've already we've already talked about that. What I was yeah. gonna, <laughs> what I was going to talk about, but um. So, uh, one thing I'm I'm really curious about is it seems like every time that Cam Newton has an injury, you know, so he 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 gets hit, goes down, and then there there's a big thing about it about, you know, the NFL followed the, the protocol after the injury to Cam. What, what, why is it always Cam that they're focusing on? Because Cam was the one who got hurt. <laughs> I mean, you know, he got hurt. But, he but other to players get hurt, too. What, why is it always Cam that they talk about? He's the leader of the team. I mean, he's the one that every time you see after the game, they're interviewing him. You know, either he's happy or he's mad or something about him. So, you know, it's news. Everybody wants to see how Cam is, you know. How, how emotional is, you know. When they win it, he's happy. When they lose it, he ain't, you know. So that's what, that's what sports talk is, you know. Everybody wants to see the negative and the bad. and You know, and that's what Cam give them, too. When they lose, he give it to them and they take it in. You know, I mean, look at me, Charles, when you see sports now. Everybody looking for the negative, you know. How come? Negative everybody want to hear. You don't hear the positive, you know. It's all negative. So that's what Cam is. Cam is a negative person. And he always so, in the so spotlight. So you're saying that Cam, Cam brings it on? What? You're saying that Cam, Cam brings it on? He's a negative all the time. He's a negative person. And that's why they always focus on him. I mean... He fell down during the game, you know, and I was wondering, was it a concussion? He said it was, he got poked in the eye. I mean, you know, they felt that uh, they let him come right back in without doing the, the protocol, you know, letting the doctors, you know, examine him. You know, so, that's Cam, you know, y'all gonna see him in the news, you know, he's a, he's a, Thing of the team, you know, he's a highlight of the team. Right. So, okay. so this, so this, something else I came across, which I, I know that you've talked about a few times. You know, a team that that comes on and, and they do really well. You know, and they have a great season, and then next year, guess what? They stumble and fall. Well, there's actually an article about it. You know, talking about why teams stumble after they after they had a rapid rise, and one thing that they're talking about is you know they they want you know they don't want to see this happen to both the Rams and and the Jaguars, you know because both of them pretty much had you know pretty bad seasons last year, but this year they totally improved. Um, but they but then they can turn around if they if they follow the course of this, and and that can happen again. Um, and, and I, and I know there's, there's, there's things that, you know, that, that you say that they, that people, for instance, like the Cowboys, like with, uh, um, um, Dak Prescott, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams were, uh, caught on to how he was playing, you know, so that they were, they were going to be good and, 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 and be able to, to take him down the, the next season, which, uh, they did, but, that, but there was also other reasons with the Cowboys. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, their, uh, I think their defensive 
line. They, they had a lot of injuries. So, and, and that's one thing that they do talk about in this article is one of the things that happens when they have a decline has to do with injuries or turnovers or departures or, or, the, or the quarterback. You know, and, and, then, and, and then the ball itself, you know, turning the ball over too much, you know, because they're, 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 they're learning new plays and it's, it's just, you know, that, that, that's a huge difference with a lot of teams. So, you know, I just, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because I know, I know you've, you've talked about teams that, uh, you know, did well and then the next season they're not going to do so well. Tell you what, I think you have to take a break, and then I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about it after your break, because it's going to be a long thing I have to say about it. So. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marlitz. And uh, James, I was just uh, asking you regarding teams that seem to do really well one season and then the next season they just like let it all out and and and, and have a very have a losing season. And, and you said you had some uh, something you wanted to talk about on this. Well first you gotta start off if you notice a team that does that, the next year is always something to do with um free agency and money. Some players want it. I mean the best players they want a new contract. So that's kind of one thing, aspect of it, because you also have your top players that was MVP that year, and maybe three or four want more money, want a new contract, because they felt they had a good year. So teams get rid of them. So that takes some of your players out from the teams you had, you had before. That knocked out, you know. I mean, look at the Broncos, how, what happened to them. I mean, they had a couple guys. Um, on defense, Malik Jackson that went to Jacksonville and uh, another guy, but, you know, it's contract and money. So that's one thing, because you never bring the whole team back. I haven't seen yet that a team would be a good the year before bring everybody back. One or two players going to leave, and that hurts. Second thing is, it's, it's tough because the next year, the NFL get that team that won a real tough schedule. So now you're playing against, you know, Teams that you know win a record, you play more with them, and then you got those teams that want to beat you so bad, so they all fired up. So I mean, you got to come in, and it's hard to come out sixteen games and play. You know, the team is out for you, so that's hard. 
third thing is, you know, like I said, you know, it's hard to repeat like what you did the year before. I mean, because, you know, it's just hard. The NFL is hard. I mean, um, I don't know. Just, I mean, I can tell you that, you know, like when Dallas did that, I knew Dallas wasn't going to come back and win it, you know, like they did. They played before. Um, only team I see that's doing that is New England. I mean, just they have the same record every year, thirteen and three. I mean, thirteen and three with right. the Bowl. You know, thirteen and three. They're the only team you see that's doing it. You know. So yeah, uh, other than that, you know, team, teams like I mean, I, I don't see Philly even with Carson Wentz come back next year. I don't see them doing thirteen and three. I mean, they might be eleven and some, but not thirteen. I don't see the Rams having the years, you know. They might because Seattle and all that division, you know, uh, just starting to go down. You know, some teams starting to go down. But, you know, I don't see Philly. I don't see Jacksonville doing, you know, having the years, you know. Because they already know Bortles is horrible. So, so it, it's tough. You know, just come back that next year. Play 16 games and do what you did the year before. That's just how football turned out to be, you know. Well, they, speaking of Bortles, the, the 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 word on the street is uh, he's going to get re-signed to Jacksonville. Now, <laughs> yeah, eventually they're, they'll they'll put him to a a, a backseat role because they're going to want to try to get another quarterback in place for the team. But I yeah, I don't see that. I was I was surprised to see that they'll they'll re-sign Bortles. Well, Bortles will be good for a backup, but they know what they're doing because what they're going to do is give him one or two games, then they're going to really get rid of him because it's been two years they should have got rid of him. So it'll be all right for a backup for them, you know, or that's what they're going to make him. That's why they resigned him, you know. I'm glad he had an all right year. Well, because of their defense. You know, that they, they, they're, they're number one receiver. You you're asking me to hit the guy's name the other day, and I, I, it was Robinson. Alan Robinson and you know broke his leg and and he'll be back. And uh, they they do they got some pretty good other receivers and such out there. And of course they got an incredible um, running back. But um, and their defense. It, again, it depends if they can keep their defense together, which you just got through saying is is very hard to do. You know, you know because these guys want to get paid. Because what 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 was it was it that. Um, Oh, what, that, that, what was it, Ron, that said the other day that uh, the, the average lifespan of a, of a football player is three years? Yes, three years. So, you know, yeah, you want to make as much money as you possibly can in those three years. That's what it's about. So, make as much as you can and get out of it. You know, yeah, before before you get injured or before something else happens. Yeah. But That's the name anyway, of the game now. Yep. So the the only other thing that uh, that kind of came forward this week was uh, Patriots have chosen to wear white <laughs> in the Super Bowl, and at this point they're three and one when they wear white. So <laughs> it's one of those, you know, they 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 really think that that the, the white is, is going to make a difference <laughs> for, for, for them winning versus losing. Well, some teams, some players have their superstitions, you know. Maybe they're superstitious, but, uh, you know, I don't know what they're thinking about, you know. Maybe they like the white uniform. I don't know. But I know a lot of players are superstitious. Some guys have the same routine they do before a game, you know. So, right. I mean, I can see it. If you're three or one in them, you know where. That's going to help your mind think. It's all a mind game. That it is. That it is. All right, James. So I, I would like you to, I know you said that uh, Philadelphia is going to win by five points. What, what's your What's your final score prediction for the game? I don't know. It'll be 22-25, 22-27. Something like that. I don't think they'll go over 20 points, you know, either team, you know, because 
gonna be a defense about the first half because nobody go you know no they're gonna try to fill each other out so they're gonna be cautious the first half the second half they're gonna come out you know and stop about see field goals and maybe a safety or something like that in the first half some weird. In the second half, they're going to go and adjust it. It's going to start slinging it and playing, you know, lights out. So 27-22, something like that. Philadelphia. Okay. I'm predicting 31 to, to 24. Philadelphia. So that's that's my prediction. The high-scoring game. Well, uh, <laughs> Brady can do it, and as well as... Uh, Philadelphia, they'll they'll do it, and, and their defense, you know, they they had they're prone for making a touchdown or two during a game, so yeah, that'll that that helps. Yeah. Anyway, so next uh, next week we're making we're drawing the ticket winning for, ticket for uh, the Super Bowl package. So anybody that still wants to buy tickets, you know, please uh, you can go to. Um, James, what, what's the website again? Loving Tomorrow's Kids. The Inc. Oh, the, dot dot com, I believe. Dot com. Yeah, lo- yeah. yeah Loving Tomorrow's Kids dot com, and so you, know, you click on donate. You can buy raffle tickets, and you too can go to the Super Bowl in, in Minnesota. So just need to jump up there and do it. Anyway, we've had a good show this week. Uh, talk a lot about some good football. I believe next week we're we're going to talk um, a little bit about basketball. We got to try to get into the motion of basketball, so we'll get ready. So everyone have a great week. Uh, appreciate everyone listening. Hopefully you'll be back listening to us next Wednesday, and uh, we'll be here. Take care, everybody. Thanks, James. See you later. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 